Hello and welcome to the Context Needed Podcast. Um, Kyle joined by, as usual, the super rare gacha Ollie and the fucking trash weeb Ryan. He just cussed me. <laughs> Look at him. He's disgusting. A woo! <laughs> for for a people woo. who can't see what Ryan did, it was just a it was a war crime. Degenerate weeb. Put me shit. down with the, on the list with the worst of them. Ryan, if you mm-hmm. if you were a gacha, you wouldn't even be those gachas that help increase the abilities. You'd be those ones that you instantly get rid of. I'd be like you know the real life gachas you can get, where it's just like a tiny table or a tiny chair <laughs> or like an inanimate object that nobody like, like nobody really want. <laughs> Wow, look, this is the one that everyone can already get. I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, just before we continue into the podcast, um, if this is being played live on Saturday at the usual time, this is pre-recorded. Um, there's been a few things that have happened uh, in the real world that has made it so we can't do an actual live podcast, so... We'll be looking to try and get that back to normal when we can, uh, but we'll continue anyway. We wanted to talk about today shows, games, movies, books, or any media or something that you you put off watching or playing or reading or whatever because you thought it looked dumb or you didn't care, and then when you actually got round to completing it and getting the t-shirt and everything, you actually really enjoyed it. So I don't know if you guys had some, <laughs> I don't know if you guys had something you want to start uh, with, but I've got something I could very easily start with. I've had a few. Um one literally the other day, and that was uh it's not that I wasn't interested in it, like I knew I'd probably like it, but I just I don't know why, I just put off playing it, and that's um Metro Exodus, because I played the previous two games, really enjoyed them. Uh, and I'm currently playing through Exodus, which is great fun. And it's also the first game I've played where I can actually try ray tracing with my graphics card, which is nice. Um, and hear how loud the graphics where... card gets. <laughs> Can't even hear it, man. Oh, it's a good card. I've, I've heard some RTXs, like the fan noise you can get from them when the ray tracing's on is ridiculous. Uh, my, mine's okay, actually. I, I mean, sometimes I've been playing with headphones, but I can't say I've noticed it otherwise. But um, a bigger one where I just thought, oh, no, I'm not interested in this, I'm not going to like it, um, was Skyrim, actually, because um, I didn't buy it. I think Tom got me it for Christmas or my birthday or something, Yeah. and it, I'd never played any kind of fancy RPG, uh, RPG at that point. Um I guess, mate, unless you include Zelda. Certainly uh, none of the Elder Scrolls games or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, wasn't interested whatsoever. Like, I heard a lot of people talking about it. I was just like, oh, you know, just this this game's out. Tom bought me it, and I even remember when he bought me it, I thought, oh, God, what's he bought me this for? Like, not, not <laughs> I remotely can't believe interested. you've done this. I can't believe you've done this pl- Why have you bought And then this? I played it. I played it, I was like, holy fuck, this is really good. And <laughs> thus began my journey into fancy RPGs. I can actually I think... agree with you there. I can actually agree with you there. I was originally like, nah, nah, it's not my bag. It's not like yeah, a shoot. Didn't think I'd like and it. I think I got it for like, I don't know if I got it for Christmas or my birthday. And I spent like a whole summer just cooped up in a dark room playing it <laughs> not nothing else. I think yeah. I was, or I think I'm the opposite with Skyrim because I think. Because I played with like Oblivion and 
Fallout and a lot of the other Bethesda games. I had played Fallout. Like, I, w- I was big into their fantasy stuff. Mm. And then Skyrim came out. I think I got it. I think I pretty much got it, if not day one, very, very soon after release. And I remember I when I got it, I wasn't feeling very well anyway. Like, I felt ill, was under the weather, and I bought feeling it. Feeling ill. Well, no, like, this was genuinely, like, an actual thing where I felt like I was coming down with the flu. Like, I just didn't feel good. And that's why I went, you know what, fuck it, I'll buy it, because I've been wanting to, I want to get it anyway. And it was just one of those, just in case I do get ill, I've got something to play. Yeah. And the first, like, day I played it, I must have played it from, like, when I bought it, which was probably about 10 o'clock midday, until easily four in the morning which actually Jesus. made me made me much worse with how i was feeling so i ended up calling <laughs> in work sick the next two days because it made me much worse and then i i had those two days of illness playing it off and on when i wasn't feeling really shit i then played it for another week and then completely stopped and lost all interest because I just didn't enjoy it. Even though I put all that time into it, I just didn't enjoy it as much as the the, the older games. And then I tried playing it again um, when I moved house later on. They released the, um, the Definitive DLC. Edition or whatever with all the DLC and extras mm. and stuff for PlayStation 4. And I tried it again then. And the same thing happened. I played it for two to three weeks and they just stopped playing it's just always been one of those games where like i can understand why people love it it just doesn't pull me in as much as the oblivion and their potato face models do <laughs> i mean skyrim was my first elder scrolls game yeah so i went game. in and i was like oh i really enjoy this and like the sprint function <laughs> I'm just a little bitch for sprint functions. Oh, and yeah. I've tried, I tried to go back to Morrowind. There Oblivion, is a sprint function in Oblivion. Just... It's called drink a fuck ton of skooma, and you run yeah. really, oh, really, well, really yeah. fast. <laughs> that, that, like, yeah. I actually have to work to sprint. I just get sprint in Skyrim, you know? Oh, yeah, you, like also get, you also get addiction skooma. in uh, Oblivion for the sprint function, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, condone man. being an addict, all right? It's just, it's just the difference between me and you. you, you hey, man, if it gets re- if it gets results, then <laughs> hey, as no, I, I said think... to you earlier, Ryan, I just finished Bloodstain, and you don't have drugs in that, but you can have food, and literally the amount of bosses I'd go into just having a fuck ton of like steaks and spaghettis and. That's just Pine like Zelda. Zelda, Zelda, Zelda oh, Breath of the Wild is that. Yeah. Oh, look. I'm dying. I'm going to eat 15 steaks. <laughs> I, I do like how, like, I, like, I get that the idea is that they turn just food into health items, but, like, the concept of that, like, ah, the great warriors fighting the Dark Lord. <gasps> he might go down. Yeah, 50 steaks. <laughs> and I'm Someone fine. Someone had fish. Have you yeah. guys have you guys ever seen so there was Bioshock Infinite and there was as with the other Bioshocks as well, picking up food items would food items drink well like food items, drinks, cigarettes and stuff like that. 
would give you like either health or I think it's called Adam in the game, but basically mana. It would give you like health or mana, depending mm. on what the item was. Mm. Like booze would give you mana, but slightly damage your health, the same as cigarettes. Whereas food would always give you health. And there was always one particular food item that stuck in my mind where you're going through like an arcade, you go into the toilets, and there's an apple in one of the toilets that you can eat to heal. And it's in a toilet. In a toilet, and you can eat it as if it was a normal health item. No one says anything to you. There's no like joke about it or anything like that. And someone made this um, comic. Um, it was like a. It was basically a sex comic about Elizabeth with some other character from it or something. And the character goes, "Wait, where's where's Booker? Isn't this a problem as to doing this?" And she went. Oh, you don't need to worry about him. And the next panel is just Booker fucking salivating at the mouth, screaming, running around, going, look at all this food! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Health items in games are weird. I think, uh... I think Sky... The thing is, with food was entirely pointless in Skyrim. I don't know what it was... Well, all the, all the Bethesda games, here. actually, like... There's not, yeah. Unless you're specifically up in, there's no value to food. I don't know. Um, did did you guys play Fallout Three? Fallout Four Fallout had 3 a was um, my favorite one. Fallout Four had like a survival mode where you had to. But did you play Fallout? I would say, did you play Fallout Three? Uh, yeah, but I can't remember much of it. I used to just collect all the food just because it had no weight. Yeah. So it's just like I'm just gonna collect it. I, th- I think food had no weight in three anyway. But like, For, yeah, just used had... to collect shit. I think it did have a weight, but the weight was so negligible that it didn't matter, mm. and it turned out like I think someone did a calculation there from ago where, apart from like the high, highly expensive items, food was the best money to weight ratio you could have of standard items. It probably is, yeah. <laughs> it probably is. I never used it. Like when the only time I'd ever use food in those games is if I literally had run out of health items or something like that. But it's just like Fallout, just stim pack, stim pack. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Oh look, you have fifty stim packs. I don't care about your damage. Or sleeping. Just yeah. buy like literally any bed. Just sleep for like one hour and just get all your health back. Well, it's, it's what I used to do in um, Oblivion. There was like sometimes side missions or stuff where you had to like escort someone. And let's face it, the NPCs in fucking Elder Scrolls games are dumb as fuck. Like, yeah. I have zero health. You I'm going to run at this again. fucking enemy and hope for the best. It's like, And then you'd fail a quest because they died, but you can't do the quest again because in those games, they that's it, they're dead. Unless and you had a save, I think. Have a quick yeah, save, unless yeah. you could go back, but obviously sometimes you'd forget that. So what I, I literally used to abuse the waiting system in Oblivion where... One specific quest I remember the most was it was like a woman trying to trying to get some item from this cave and she she'd come to help you and it was like I could just go myself and not have you, you know, deal with this, but okay, waste we'll my this. time. Yeah, so she'd follow you and all I'd do, because I could I didn't have healing spells that I could use on her and she wouldn't use even if I pickpocketed her and put a healing potion in her back in a pocket she wouldn't drink it to heal so i used to literally go into the room i'd like do something to try and block her movement 
whether it was like drop something big in her path that would make her like pathing get confused run into the room fight as much as i could until she then arrived and then as soon as everyone dead if she had any form of health gone i just used the weight system for like two hours in game and she'd be fully healed by that point and then i'd continue and it would also save for me so- <laughs> that's mad i'm trying to think uh you were saying that this is a total t- a bit of a tangent but i just remembered seeing a youtube video about this one fancy game and I can't remember what it is. Like, I don't think it's Elder Scrolls, but I can't remember what it was specifically. There was a fancy game where there was a demo for it, and apparently you could ac- you could actually finish the game in the demo. And I can't remember what the game was now. It it was something two like two worlds. Was I it think two worlds? Uh, because that speed, sounds familiar. Yeah, the speed run of that game. Because when the game starts, the final bad guy um, talks Comes in, to you. Me. And what you can do is you can attack him there and he'll kill you. Or what you can do is you can pepper him from range and lure him to the starter village where every single that's NPC it. in that village is actually yeah. fucking badass and they just kill him and that's, that's it. it. And you Game can, over, yeah. you've won. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I love that. Just completely broken. Just like, what are you going to do, really? I do it's kind of funny that they like, made him killable, though. Yeah, I do like, love some of those start. like those speed run kind of tactics that you see. Where like, I'm sure there's one for like, um, remember the the 3D Sonic game for Xbox 360, the oh, 2006 they were so one. So broken. Yeah, well, like, do you mean Sonic Heroes? No, no, there was Sonic, Sonic was called, Adventure. It was after that. It was on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, and it was literally called Sonic, Sonic 3D, Hedgehog. wasn't it? No, it was Sonic oh, the Hedgehog. Okay, yeah, it was just called that, and it was it was the one where like he nearly dies and a girl kisses him and they make it kind of weird because like Sonic has a near relationship with a human girl who's Bit like too much tongue yeah it, it's just weird but it's a fucking hedgehog way... man <laughs> fucking furries <laughs> but like yeah. I'm sure the way the code it worked in that the speedrunners can just make it so like you do something specific you kill yourself and the game doesn't know what to do so it just rolls the credits as if you've completed the game <laughs> wow! I guess that's the end. <laughs> and it's the infinitely best, better the than playing Sonic the actual game. Series game was Shadow the Hedgehog. Don't at me. I quite the liked first, Sonic Adventure. The first Black Hedgehog, and they give him a gun. Bro, he was he was fucking badass. I loved Shadow. The Hedgehog. He was, he was so fucking edgy. It was like it was cringe yeah. edgy. I mean, I did you enjoy killed, like, Shadow. Like, Janks the character. Basically, he was Sonic the Hedgehog. If Sonic the Hedgehog hit a, uh, a teenage <laughs> angst phase, basically. Sonic the Hedgehog, if he goes to Hot Topic, <laughs> oh, I think it was. Uh, there's another one of the it's another Sonic game. I remember seeing this on Game Grumps, but you can play as this one. But when he fucking dies, it's like, there's a bit where you can die, but if you miss a jump, you kind of fall. It's like a platforming section. When he dies, it's like the most blood-curdling scream. I'll have to find it afterwards. Because it's just like so out of place. Like, it's not just like a, oh, when he dies, it's like a, <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, like, sorry, what? I do, I do, you okay? I do love, death rattles in game because some of them are fucking hilarious when we was playing through mass effect 2 me and the wife we was um 
we noticed there was a lot more death rattles that we don't remember when we played it on Xbox, and we're wondering if it was the mod that we put that kind of re-added some of the stuff that was removed. But some of the death rattles were just like, I'd shoot a guy, and like, like ah, 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 and it would there just keep going ones. for like Jesus a minute. Christ. <laughs> he was really going, like, he's like, if I'm dying, I'm dying in a, in a good way. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to remember hard. this shit. <laughs> Have you ever had it where you play a game and all the death rattles just sound like pleasure moans? I'm trying Dead to think. There's a game I played recently. Dead or Alive? No, yeah. I haven't played Dead or Alive. <laughs> oh, well, I, obviously, I, but that's on. But that's on purpose. <laughs> I, I that's love Dead or Alive. To have those type of moves. Yeah, thing, see, I, that, that's. I actually God. like the Dead or Alive games for the actual fighting, not just because it's got big titties and cool sure, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But and I, actually, <laughs> I, fighting. I only, I only play Dead or Alive for the beach volleyball. <laughs> Uh, not yeah. gonna lie, I do have the one that never came out over here. When I went to Japan, I bought it just just to see what the fuss was about. It's okay. What is it? Is it, like, is it like just like a more lewd version? Is it or? Well, they they are the they have the called the Dead or Alive Extreme series, which is basically the one where like all the like the girls from the series go to an island resort and they'll play like volleyball or you do mini games and you can earn money you can get it's one of the it's like it was like the first game which had a tanning system where obviously they wear bikinis and stuff and if you have them in a bikini for so long they'll get a tan in that bikini so when you swap bikini or swimsuit they have tan lines and it was like right. It was I'm like, interested. This is like link me. This is one of the things. Like holy shit, this is actually really good technology for literally a titty game. And yeah, Japanese, uh, I linked that Sonic. Know what they're like, doing? Oh, the Japanese are just they're just on another level. They have but already like, ascended. They already had like that cool technology where it was like Dead or Alive, one of the first games to have like really good like. Um, sweat and water physics on models and stuff and that was first done in their Dead or Alive Extreme series which is just a titty game pretty much but they had a... Um... Give, give a pervert the money and he'll get it done <laughs> yeah. that's all I'm saying yeah, they, had, they had Extreme 1 and 2 which were like kind of offshoots of the volleyball games and then there was Dead or Alive Extreme I think it's the third one which they like unveiled and everyone's like holy shit it's gonna be awesome but there was never like a release date for western audiences and all the fans were like we want we want the western release date is there gonna be one they did then they um they basically did a um a panel basically saying that they're not going to release it officially in the west mm. because literally like this is paraphrasing what they said but literally because we don't want to have SJW backlash because of our game is pretty much just about the female body and how good it looks kind of thing. So it was like, okay, yeah. so everyone just imports it from China because that one has an English translation. I mean, ah. <laughs> this is a problem is where people can't... Ha I mean, it's not... It's like, it's not even if as if... It's, it's not even real. <laughs> one, it's not. It's not real people. Two, it's not a hundred percent negative because they're just praising people for oh, their yeah, body. The entire yeah. game is pretty much just look at how good these models look, and it's like, it's not just as in like the physical female body that they're praising. I mean, the technology, like 
to make it look that good is incredibly well done. But it's just look like, at how realistically thing, our tits are jiggling. <laughs> the thing, the right. thing I've always titty found... jiggle should be in every game. Right? Yeah. There should be an option in every <laughs> yes. setting. Well, I was just thinking since since a game like Dead or Alive is so popular, like obviously it's a popular. I'm surprised no one's made basically just like a shooter where you play as girls and there's all jiggle physics when they oh, shoot. Because if it sells for there's Dead many. or Alive, are they? Yeah. Oh yes. Really? I've, Oh, How yes. have I not found them? <laughs> You're just Why not looking we... in the right hellholes, mate. Why haven't you played one of these on stream? Now that's the real question. Yeah, well, I found... Just get a light Twitch... machine gun full auto. <laughs> Twitch, Twitch has banned a lot of these uh, games. <laughs> because it's controlled by the SJWs. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, with, with, like, going into, like, the praising of the model, I think the thing that always always bothers me, like, I can understand, like, body positivity and all that, kind of stuff but like when the amount of times i hear that oh we shouldn't have these heavily attractive ridiculously perfect females um being played or shown because it it gives what is it unrealistic unrealistic proportions for females and it's like bitch have you seen fantasy heroes have you seen every male fantasy hero i mean like Let's face it, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Conan is the pinnacle fantasy hero. I will fucking never look that good. Yet, that's everywhere. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's this, this is massive quote. It's like, it's an unrealistic body. If it's so unrealistic, how has that person toned themselves and worked on their body so much that they are actually at that level? It's, it's real. Yeah. That's why... Mm. The thing, I mean? there was like... there was a hilarious thing with this kind of stuff where um, Tekken, I think it was either not the most recent Tekken that came out, but I think the one before, um, they had DLC for swimsuits, so you had loads of really really like pretty nice swimsuits for the females, and there was a few people basically. Um, I think it was like a panel um, that I saw where they were saying like. Oh well, this is like this is wrong because it's just all the females. And then one of the creators literally went, um, "Every character has a swimsuit. Every character, not just the females. Even Yoshimitsu. Not just the males. Yoshimitsu has a swimsuit. Fucking Kuma the bear had a swimsuit. Okay, got, excuse me, I've got to Google this. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the thing though. When the Japanese say everyone gets a swimsuit. Everyone gets the swimsuit. Because, <laughs> goddamn, is there some sweaty weeb in Japan somewhere or, or, or all over the world right now who are like, mm, look at that goddamn bear in a bikini. <laughs> it was mm. just, it's just, <laughs> it's the thing I find funny where it's like, oh, it's not very inclusive. It's so fucking inclusive that there's stuff in there you it, don't 100%. want to see. <laughs> it's like, sorry, sorry, what are you trying to tell me? It's not inclusive. Okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I do. Uh, I've I've always loved it when the Japanese are able to come back with shit like that. It's like, but but the bear has one as well. <laughs> yeah, but... so, yeah. What, uh, all of that's this. That's what you're taking away from this. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem, oh, though. Man. Like, they don't. People don't like to listen anymore. But goddamn Japan, oh, God, no. you just keep doing you. You keep doing bears and bikinis. Because <laughs> yep. somebody's going to lap it up. It, it is It is great how they're able to do that. Um, going back into the original subject matter we wanted yeah. to say with the... Um, what's it, there, is, there is a few that I 
I want to pull up, especially because I literally um, finished the first season like four hours ago. So I always put off an anime called Food Wars because I thought it looked right. fucking stupid. And the only bits I ever saw of it was like, ooh, the lead character's made this food that just looks unassuming, but all of a sudden... It brings I, you to orgasm. Well, yeah, the, I think the first episode <laughs> is literally this girl who's trying to shut the restaurant down or something. She eats this food that he made from scraps, it and then it all of a sudden, oh. yeah, it all of a sudden just turns into like a fucking shown and show with the crazy backgrounds where she's flying through the air, but all of her clothes have fallen off, and she's like orgasming because the food tastes so good. And I was like, the fuck is this bullshit? And then I carried on watching it. And it literally is just a shonen battle show, except for food. So whenever people are eating the food, it is like someone charging up a fucking Kamehameha. And it's so ridiculously stupid, I love it. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Oh, this is good. I came across it, I'm like, holy shit. This is art. This is art. Yeah, what, it is what true form. Sorry, briefly, just before you come in, this one of the yeah. stupidest bits is there's a character called, whose nickname is Nikumi, who they call the Meat Master, who just walks around in hot pants and a bikini. And there's 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 one part where she like she hands her food over to like one of the judges or something. And when she, like, puts it down, the judge says something to her. And in rebuttal, Nikumi, like, leans over. And obviously you hear the boing of the boobs. And then she says something. But the entire time she's saying this, like, easily two to three sentence long rebuttal, her boobs don't stop bouncing because they're making it as a point as she's trying to talk about how juicy the meat is. Her boobs are bouncing to show the juiciness of the meat or something. And I'm just there like, what? What? <laughs> it's what it is. It is what it is. It is. I mean, is. the guy who drew it and wrote it, he, he was an ex hentai artist. So it's like, well, that fucking guy's gonna do. The guy's gonna do. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I think there's I more wondering... shows like that which are just bizarre yeah. that you just, I w- just get you. I was wondering why the art style. Uh, reminded me of High School of the Dead because the guy who drew the art for that in the manga was a hentai artist because it was his brother that did the story and he did the art and I was like, I wonder what other stuff he's done because sometimes this over-sexualized stuff is just fun and popcorn mode to just read and watch and (laughs) I went on his like mal like uh, my anime list section just to see what other stuff he's made and it was just like Okay, this is all porn. <laughs> <laughs> so this is all porn. Hmm. I think he had like... So this is what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, like. He had maybe one or two other mangas that weren't porn. But like, I read one of them because it was called like Fire, Fire, Fire or something like that. It's only had like four chapters or something. I was like, okay, so this is as close to porn as you can get without being porn. So, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then his his one that he's still working on now called Triage X. And he's like, ah, oh, this is basically High School of the Dead titty mode, except mm, these guys are assassins, but they're doctors, and what? 
I'm invested. Tri- triage X and is... lawyers, <laughs> and mechanics. I haven't, I haven't read the, I haven't read the, uh, the manga for it yet. But the, the anime bad, was anyway. just, yeah, the anime was just fucking god awful. The I'm anime sorry, like, was trash, apart from the titties. <laughs> the titties. You just had that. I'm like, I was like, he kind of just throws you in. And you're like, but what's the story? I'm like, yes, I do enjoy the boobs because they are. I like. When we say they are big boobs, these are think huge. Think big, big chungus boobs. Yes. Big, big, big chungus. <laughs> God, I love that. I, um, I think actually ridiculous. I can I can go because I have the physical copies of Triage X. So you guys continue talking because I'm sure some of them actually give you the like their measurements of the characters that's that's and again they're fucking it's like this is physically impossible i'm gonna go and grab the one that i'm trying to think of See, right now be right back God, you probably won't believe me but when i was back at secondary school i was one of those people who i didn't really watch anime like i'd watched pokemon and stuff i was big on pokemon i was more of a gamer mm. yeah I used to kind of be like, oh, no, anime is just, you know, it's stupid. It's like Bleach. And, like, there was only a few that were in my radar, which was, like, Bleach in One Piece, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, the kind of the basics that you start off with. And I I used yeah. to, like, kind of... Just, I was a bit of an arse. I was like, oh, yeah, they look shit. They look just stupid. And then I, then, like, I started watching anime after I left school because I was like, well... It actually looks kind of cool, and nobody's judging me. And like, yeah, but now no one's judging me. <laughs> I'd had a bunch of friends go to me like, "You should watch it." You know, it's actually really good. So I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll give it a go." And holy shit, I bought my Crunchyroll membership. I was watching absolutely everything that I could find. Have you watched uh, Initial D yet? I've watched um, the first three seasons. Again, Initial D wasn't. It wasn't quite. A, I'm putting it off because I think it's crap. But Initial D. Uh- and a few of us. It's, off. it's just because I just couldn't get into it. And I started yeah. watching it. And I read the manga as well. And it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. It is good. It's it's decent. Kyle, where are the titties? So I couldn't find the book which had it in it. Because it's not like, it's it's not on the front cover. Or it's like in the middle of all the pages. So mm. <laughs> I couldn't bring one up either. Because I think showing it on video it's just like oh well that's an instant kind of go because we, we yeah. upload, upload to twitter after the release i'll get kyle to take a photo and we will release it on twitter yeah. see the uncensored version of this podcast on our only fans <laughs> <laughs> bro if people are willing to pay to see, see this uh thing start up an only fans start up a patreon because yeah man let's do it let's just do it it would be a uh, interesting. I'm actually on the uh, the Triage X wiki currently, just to to see if I can find the character. Oh wait a minute! This is the fucking High School of the Dead wiki. This is the wrong wiki. <laughs> I just saw titties and I clicked on it. If only. I'm a simple man. <laughs> I see titties. I hit like I'm a simple man. man. What were you guys? I see booty. I click like. Yeah. What were you guys? Um talking about while i was gone anyway you say saying anime about, really uh, anime <laughs> oh, yeah i said how we we talk about um you know not watching stuff i actually put off anime for ages back in secondary school because it was quote unquote uncool 
Yeah. Which was probably one of the this one of the biggest regrets I've kind of got is the fact that I didn't start watching it earlier. Yeah. Because I just I absolutely fucking love it now and I'm like there's so much more I wish I'd have watched, you know, as it was coming out. Cuz it's yeah. just so enjoyable. Yeah. All right. So I have so the sizes are in inches, so I'm just going to get them translated to... That is, is this in diameter or circumference? So the way Japanese do their sizing for females is it goes bust, like all the way around the chest, waist, and then hips. So it's just around those three sections, and that gives you their body sizings. Um, okay, yeah. So I'm just transferring them to centimeters because that's how you kind of understand like the sheer fucking volume. It's ridiculous. The the displacement of these boobs. <laughs> so I will rather than going bust to hips, I'll go hips, waist, bust. So hips Right, okay. Hips ninety-one centimeters. Waist 60 centimeters. Bust 112 centimeters. Boy! <laughs> now I think the average bust size. <laughs> Let's just Google this. Average bust size in centimeters. Um, or like. Oh, come on. Hmm. Average breast size. Here we go. Let's see if I can find that in centimeters, because I remember remember someone saying it's like yeah, she's like double the size kind of thing. It's like back problems would be a thing. Oh, she, and like the weight the weight of them would be most of her body weight. That's Jesus how big they Christ. are. <laughs> but I'll, uh, if you want to 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 Google this character to just see the ridiculousness. Her name is Yuko Sagiri from Triage X. Which one which one was that? Was that the nurse one? That was or? that was the girl who uses the sword. Crikey. Yuki. <laughs> Have you seen her, Ollie? <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Jeez. It's just like it's just it doesn't even like look good. It's just like that is a caricature of a human. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is this is what like if there was a kid who was a really good artist who saw boobs for the first time and really, really <laughs> liked them, but still hadn't seen like the rest of the world and the real world, this is what he would draw. <laughs> Pretty much. Anyway, so... just... on, and right. from what you can see in the animation is there's no bra or if they've got it's like I don't think there's a bra that is physically capable of holding yeah. things like that in that, they, <laughs> cargo if, they, if they were making bras Car cargo for that they no like fucking NASA are developing those bad boys. You don't just <laughs> you go to H, you don't go to H and M or Victoria's <laughs> Secrets. You've just got NASA with rockets I'm strapped sorry, to but, them. I'm sorry, but for the, for the size of them, it'd be impossible to call them a secret. Yeah, <laughs> we tried to hide them in Area Fifty One, but they were too big. We were unsuccessful. <laughs> we said we tried to pass them off as more weather balloons, but people weren't buying that. <laughs> hey, that weather balloon looks like a titty. <laughs> Why is it constantly jiggling? 
why has that balloon got a nipple? <laughs> oh, that's where they pump it with air. <laughs> that's the nozzle. <laughs> that's where they've got to blow it up. <laughs> oh, it's it's just another SJW parade, you know, free the nip. <laughs> uh, petition to here on uh, refer to nipples as milk nozzles. <laughs> <laughs> I still, Did you ever see there was um there was a post someone made like saying how like calm your tits is probably one of the funniest things they like to say but they were trying to think of other ways of saying it and like literally there's like 20 different ways people put up and I never remember most of them but there's one that always sticks with me and that was Hakuna Yatadas yeah (laughs) there's something there's something to your memories it's like oh Uh, there's loads there's loads well I mean um, I heard a good one the other day but I can't remember what it was well one thing what time are we at now yeah we're we're about 40 minutes through so i do want to return briefly as well back to like the the yeah, other yeah let's let's stop talking about animated yes yeah. so um, Why? oh sorry We've, i've just i've just found it so distress your breasts adjust your bust before you can bust um, <laughs> undo the calamity What's the one? undo the calamity that is your memories Yes. Give that chest a rest. Don't have a rack attack. <laughs> Don't have a rack attack. <laughs> yeah, so um, returning, returning to the original form, I think one of the biggest ones for me, like stuff that I kind of put off, was How to Train Your Dragon, which I don't know why I put it off for so long. I don't know if it's because this was like after DreamWorks. I think it was after Shrek, but it was after Shrek became like, this is fucking annoying now. Like, it was good for the first Somebody two movies. Somebody once <laughs> told me the world was gonna roll me. I do love I the, ain't um... the smartest tool in the shed. I love Sharp, the... Sharpest tool in the shed, right? All right, leave me alone. <laughs> Clearly, you're not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> I do love the the vine that came from that, where it just goes some. Body and he just bass boosts the song as he breaks out the toilet. There was a really yeah. good one where it was just like it's just like somebody on somebody, somebody, and it just like but they've done it into the beat and it's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so like, I think because of that, it like kind of put me off watching another DreamWorks thing. And then I think it was um maybe like six months or maybe a year before the second movie came out. I mean, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go watch How to Train Your Dragon. I went and watched it and I was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. And I absolutely loved it. So much so that I literally have the Build-A-Bear Workshop dragon in in fucking the nerd. <laughs> and then nerd. the second movie came out went to watch it in cinemas straight away because it was fucking awesome then the third movie came out and I also have the Light Fury as well from Build-A-Bear Workshop in there so I've got both the Night Fury and the Light Fury Build-A-Bear Workshop toys see <laughs> I'm a grown man I, <laughs> I think I watched the first one and I just just didn't get me. I thought it was alright. Like I did. I liked it. It was alright. I just. I think one of the big things for me as well. It uses. Um. I think it's. Um. Sigur Ross uh, is the band, but I think they you. It's like the guitarist or something from that band composes a lot of the music. Who is from I think Norway, um, which is where a lot of the like the, the 
the like locations and stuff are based off so a lot of the music just mm. like really really fits all of the scenes and i just mm. felt like i mean gerald butler's awesome so having gerald butler as your dad telling you you're worthless is really really just rings true to me i didn't realize it's gerald butler yeah it's gerald butler who plays the father unless you watch the there's the like some series as well like on netflix and stuff and the person who plays the father in that is actually Christopher Nolan, the guy who does Nathan Drake. Ah, I <laughs> think, yeah, yeah. That's mad. Christopher Nolan, that one voice actor from every video game ever. Well, it was. I think it was the yeah. joke that came out when when Christopher Nolan and Troy Baker was in every game and people were saying, Christopher Nolan and Troy Baker are literally the red barrel of video games now. They're just in everything. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I can't really like. As was, like I was saying, like content that I've like kind of hated. Uh, there's not much, ne- like not nowadays. I'm like, I give it a chance, mm. unless you're telling me to watch like the new Thunderbirds, where I'll just shut you down and be like, "Bro, Mamma Mia, <laughs> Mamma Mia, please, please, please don't." The greatest showman. <laughs> I still musicals. Like all I... my friends are like oh, huge God, musical fr- like fans. I can't stand them. No, they are, they're the most cringe-worthy thing for me. Like, I, I just... I don't know, it just... its It it's feels like things, watching it... I've never understood why I've, someone would sing about going to the toilet. It's like... It feels like watching a musical feels like when it's your birthday and everyone starts singing happy birthday and that weird kind of cringe you get that's how i feel just the entirety of watching a musical even though it's not about me i just feel this like secondhand cringe because it's just that fucking embarrassing to watch do you know the worst part about musicals nowadays it's like yeah you know there's so much are actually good like don't get me wrong i don't like it personally but sound of music is you know it's award-winning you know so it's got to be good in some the hills are alive with the sound of it's fucking wartime. <laughs> yeah, like, but it's like there's certain like, and then they had like um, Wizard of Oz stuff like that, like the classics. But now everything can have a fucking musical. Now SpongeBob has a musical. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? There's... SpongeBob the musical. There's only Why? three musicals that I've actually enjoyed. One is Moulin Rouge, because Ewan McGregor is a fucking treasure. Hello there. Hello um, there. Another Hello one there. was uh, La, Les, La, La Miserables, or however you pronounce it, but I didn't yeah, watch that, the La movie. Miserable. I didn't watch the movie. I actually got taken to see the live production in London. Um, my wife took me because she wanted to go see it, and I actually did enjoy that. Um, and then the third mm. one, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. That is technically <laughs> a musical, and it's a fucking Actually, awesome musical. I have seen one live one uh, that I did enjoy, and that was We Will Rock You in London. That was good. I've heard good things about that, and I've actually worked with guys yeah, who have worked th- that show. I think it's because, whilst it's a musical, there's... it's Because it's a play as well, like, there's a lot of dialogue and scenery and stuff and then obviously the music's queen so it's like it's it was quite good but i mean that was years ago but i did enjoy it queen doesn't hit like it used to anymore well it's because freddie mercury is dead well no i know that 
I know that. But <laughs> I mean, like, to write music you know when, when you dead. hear, you know when you hear, you know when you hear a Queen song now. I kind of sit there oh, and I'm like, know. I'm like, just fucking stop, please. See, it's I still, I still thoroughly I like enjoy Queen mm. music, and I think. I think one of the things that I've always loved about Queen, and I think that made me like Queen more, was my my stepdad. Now he's kind of, he's one of those guys. He's set in his ways. He's kind of just workers' trade kind of bold headed dude, big fella. And it, I respect the guy because he's he he pretty much brought me up. He paid for everything I needed to growing up. Bit homophobic. A bit homophobic, but it's one of those. As expected. <laughs> but it's one of those ones where you can nine times out of ten he doesn't voice it, doesn't say anything about yeah. it. Yeah. So it's like that's fine because everyone's got their right to opinion, even if it is technically Something an offensive opinion. Like. They're they've got their right to it, and if it's an offensive one, at least he's keeping it to himself. So he's a bit homophobic, but Queen's his favorite band. Yeah, <laughs> and that that was like there you go. The, the the gayest man who is the front man, and it's his favorite singer of all time. He loved all of Queen. He loves all of Freddie Mercury solo stuff. He has a fucking Freddie Mercury figure. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's the weeb of Freddie Mercury and Queen. <laughs> He's it's a queen. Always, it's <laughs> always queen. made me laugh, and I love it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the queebs—they're coming. Watch out! I think like Queen's one of those things where it's just got like it's just got so overplayed in my head. I'm just like, bro, like we get it, Queen. Wow, like we've seen it all before. We've been listening to it since we were kids. Please stop. I think that's my kind of view on it. Now, I think just that so happens. Many people. Yeah, that happens with pretty much like a lot of like artists and stuff that get big and mm. that's why I'm kind of glad that I don't I don't listen to radios I don't watch live TV mm. I don't go to like festivals and stuff like that so I don't have the oversaturation yeah. of stuff so I'm still able to I mean the only oversaturation of stuff I get is my wife's playlist which is infuriating yeah. <laughs> at times but <laughs> that's literally the only oversaturation I get and I, I think that kind of really hurts me still enjoy certain things. Like, I still enjoy listening to Queen because it, it only gets put on every now and then. I still yeah. enjoy listening to, like, my, my favourite bands and stuff because as much as they're my favourite bands, I don't play them to death. Even when it was, like, my favourite bands had a new album out recently and I still haven't actually properly listened through it. I've listened to bits of it. But I just don't... Mm. I don't go in and just play the same thing on and on and on and on and on on repeat. I just don't do that because I know it's just going to ruin it for me. And I'd prefer to just take my time with it and absorb it slowly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like you say, it's just oversaturation of stuff. It's just Uh, overplaying. And I think that's kind of what sometimes puts you off watching summer, like you're saying with... You know how to train a dragon or Breaking well, I Bad. Think it was, I think one of the yeah, biggest, stuff like this. Yeah, there's two, there's two shows that really kind of accentuate that feeling. I think, and that's Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad, because Game of Thrones. I was the same with Game of Thrones. Well, Game of Thrones before the finale, before the last season, was that 
ridiculously overhyped and overtalked show. Now, I've watched it from season one all the way through as it was releasing, but whenever I talked to people about it, I said to them, I enjoy it. I think it, this is at the time, this is before the finale we're talking, I think it was one of the, the best, like, darker fantasy drama stories out mm. there. That's my yeah. opinion. I'm not telling you you need to go watch it. It is the best show ever. I'm just saying that's what I think about it because I don't want to overhype it to you and make you not watch it. And Breaking Bad was the same because I had like... There was the band members I was uh, with at the time who constantly, constantly like talked about it being one of the best shows ever. And it, it's not. I, I've watched three no, seasons of it and I didn't enjoy it. My mum was like, "Oh, you need to get it, me." So I got it, and she's still not watched it to this day. She's just—it's just one of those things where it's like you're just not interested in it anymore. No, because it's just been so overhyped. She's kind of go like, "Oh well, you know, it don't really matter if I don't watch it." Because Walking Dead was that for me as well. I did watch it for a fair bit, and then Walking I just Dead was good stopped. to a point, <laughs> and then it just yeah. started getting. Sh- it was kind of like guys, like, why is no one using spears? It's just a knife on a stick. Like, no, no, let's let's walk through and let's let's do it all by hand. <laughs> I think like let's get as was, close was... as we can to the yeah. zombies. I think with the Walking Dead, because I think we talked about this ages ago. Um, ages I, ago, yeah. And I was saying like, because I watched Walking Dead, and I think it was at the third. It was probably at the third season at the time um, that we was yeah. we was talking. Maybe it was the fourth. I think Possibly. It was, so it was just after because I don't remember where the seasons are because it's so fucking many. It was just after, no, I don't either. It was just after like the, the farm. Fifth or sixth now. Yeah, they'd left. No, they're past that. But it was so it was just after the farm and they'd gone so to it'll the be prison. Free. Yeah, free. And yeah. we was talking about it then, and I'd actually read ahead in the graphic novels, um, just because I enjoyed okay. the first season so much, it pulled me to the graphic novels, and I remember saying how. I I understand how they're making their own thing with the TV show, but the thing that used to annoy me was if you're gonna do the graphic novel bits, do them. Don't tease it, and then mm. go off and do something completely different because then all you're doing is causing unended story threads in the series and annoyances for the fans. Yeah, but there was just things like um, I can't remember what her name is. I think it's Carol. She was the blonde-haired woman. The in, short blonde haired woman. Yeah. So yeah. you I remember you telling me you did an experiment. She gets captured and tied to like a chair or something, and there's something that she can use to escape at her feet. Um I think I remember you telling me yeah. you, you, you did you did that exact same thing to see how long it would take you to like pick it up with your feet, put it in your hand and free yourself, and you was like, Yeah, it took me fifty seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And she's fumbling and fumbling and fumbling until she dies. And I remember you telling me, I was like, yeah, it pisses me off because she was a badass. Uh, no, Ca- you must be thinking of someone else because Carol, uh, didn't have to Carol, I'm trying to think who it was. Uh, it might have been Andrea? Which Andrea, one was Andrea? She, was she, she the blonde who was just, she uh, was blonde. It was, she was it like was, women, women it was power. The blonde, it was the blonde she? woman who turns out to be a good shot. That's the one yes, I'm thinking of. Andrea. And she, she dies yeah. in that chair tied down. I must have got the name wrong. So Andrea... So she dies there, but in in the graphic novel, she was like a hundred times more badass. She was like the best shot of the entire group. When they first went into the prison, um, they obviously find that one of them is not who he says he is and is like a killer. And 
I think in the show it just showed like oh he'd killed a few people but in the comic it was like he would try and kill maim and do bad things to children which made right. him just a lot worse yeah and it was um it was Andrea that actually found him trying to do this stuff and has a fight with him and she gets a cut across her face and gets the bottom of her ear cut off and she then just fucking wipes the floor with him and kills him I think and then for like the rest of the like comic she's there with this badass scar across her face missing the bottom of an earlobe it's just like this woman is fucking badass like she was mess. so fucking annoying in the show she was just oh, like yeah. one of the worst characters it was See, the you find out with a lot of TV <laughs> like when it's when it's pulled from a uh, source material like a book even anime uh, films yeah. i mean harry potter mm. there's so many amazing parts in harry potter which are missed and characters are just completely like ron in the books is actually a hell of a lot more you know involved he doesn't just seem like comedy you know yeah he's, he's just the, he's just the comedy idiot. relief ginger yeah it's yeah. not until the last film oh, it's where like, comedy relief ginger <laughs> they're like on the last film they're like oh we'll give him a little bit of you know we'll give him a little bit of thingy here so you know he looks like he's actually not a complete idiot and it's like well it's a bit too late now and so he's actually been really smart throughout all the films you know yeah. and it's just like you've just I ruined th- it yeah i think with the harry potter ones especially like i i didn't really care for the harry potter stuff like i watched the movies they were interesting enough but yeah like, I think one of the things that just annoyed me is there was just shit like we see Dobby in what was it Prisoner of Azkaban I think yeah he's main character yeah. no in he, he's in um, he's originally in uh, I'm just going from Chamber the movies. of Secrets yeah I'm just going Chamber from the Secrets. movies so just Chamber of Secrets you only see him so, in Chamber of Secrets okay so he's in the Chamber of Secrets as quite a main character and then you don't see him until like the second to last or third to last movie for ten minutes and then he dies, and they make yeah. it out to be this like really big, involving thing. And I'm just saying, like, I don't give a shit. I barely remember him. See, yeah. if you read the books, he I actually know he's a much bigger part. Yeah, he, well, he's he's not even big. He's like he appears in um, the fourth film, so that is, or it would have been the the fourth book. It's. Um, Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire, yeah. Yeah, and there's actually another house elf, and then also one character that's the main villain in Goblet of Fire. It's like the first time you get a main villain who isn't Voldemort, and they completely cut out every bit of interesting storyline to him. Was that and David Tennant's character? Yeah. Like, he's, he if they'd done the whole premise behind him and how he'd gone to Azkaban before, and then he how he escaped... I mean, you'd have actually got such a good story for him, and it wouldn't have just been like, what? Like, because I can't imagine how somebody who hadn't read the books or had the books read to them as a kid went and watched that, and it's just like, yeah, this totally makes sense because he just killed his dad for like no reason, really. For shit. I mean, he was. Yeah, like in in the thing, he was in the the thingy. He wasn't particularly suspicious. You could tell he was suspicious, but it was like not that suspicious. So it was like, really, he could have got away with it. And then he just kills him. And it's like, it doesn't really make much sense right. to people. <laughs> it's so it's stupid. one of those things like, there's always that um, thing where people always complain about the book being better and stuff. And I've always been an advocate of um, whether it's book, manga, game, whatever, when you are transferring something from one medium to another, 
you have to take into consideration the nuances of the new medium as well. So yeah. sometimes adapting things will cause changes. And that isn't necessarily a bad thing because sometimes it's needed. But then again, you need to also not just completely wipe away your source material because then you aren't actually making an adaption. You're doing your own thing with that thing's name on it. And I think probably the best adaptions that I'm aware of, personally, is the original anime Ghost in the Shell movie. Because yeah, even though yeah. it uses all the source material, the original manga's a lot more light-hearted and a lot more comedic, whereas they made yeah. this one a lot more thought-provoking and dark and kind of like much more depth to it which worked perfectly for the medium change and that's I think it's the original creator who always said like that's why he's happy with letting people use his source material because as long as they do the same thing as that it's always going to come across as it's still ghost in the shell but it's still got it's it's still done well it's good and that was the issue where, like, there's loads of there's like a handful of games they made for Ghost in the Shell that were just like, meh, just not very good games. And then obviously there's the Scarlett Johansson movie, which was fucking annoying. I mean, I'm still yet to it. watch that. I'm still yet so, to watch that. So now, don't get me wrong, the special effects are fucking amazing. Like the special effects in that movie are top tier, definitely. Yeah. The guy who plays Battle, uh, the guy who gets his eyes changed, was a mm. perfect cast. The absolute perfect cast for that character. Scarlett Johansson did the worst vari variation of Major Kusanagi I've ever seen. Like, yeah. just hands down. She's in everything, though. It's Again, it's another character where she's she's the one character who's in every action yeah. film, and she's the she, only female. It's like, it's just boring now. It, it was annoying, because she she's basically much... female, like brad pitt isn't she yeah. or tom cruise at this but like, point in that movie it felt like she pretty much just did black widow but in a cyberpunk setting and that's what it feels like kind of yeah and oh, then, that's really what i'm going to see you know and then the, the story as well like ghost in the shell always did an amazing story the original movie it isn't just a oh, we're trying to stop terrorists, we're trying to stop this bad stuff from happening. It was always also about uh, Major Kusanagi's existential crisis about understanding what, what it is to be human because she's in a fully cyborg body, including her brain. She'd felt, she felt completely lost to her like mm. humanity, and that's why she doesn't blink in a lot of the scenes, like she just completely stares blankly. The only time she blinks is a handful of times. When she uses her kind of invisibility cloak she doesn't try and cover herself up cover her naked body up afterwards because she's just lost a sense of humanity like this isn't her body and mm. they just i think they tried to do that at certain points with scarlett johansson with certain other things that happened but it just it didn't work and then the actual i think it was a good effort like I agree. They def they definitely didn't nail it, but I do think it was a nice change from the norm. Like I guess considering you know they cast her when the Marvel movies were still very popular and stuff like that. Like it was a nice change of pace. But yeah, I agree. I feel like they didn't go deep enough with it. I think the biggest issue, like I genuinely think it could have worked 
with the entire cast they had and the way they wanted to do it, as long as they actually just focused on one arc and focused on one story. But the issue mm-hmm. is, it feels like to me, they looked at the entire back catalogue of the Ghost in the Shell manga, the Ghost in the Shell series, all the like movies they've done and side stories, and just gone, oh wow, there's some cool stories there, and then just pushed them all into one movie. When yeah. all they could like all they needed to do was like I mean they could just go into the manga or the movie and just look at like one really good arc. Like they could have done the Laughing Man arc, which is probably considered one of the best arcs, and just done mm. that and then done it really well with hints of the existential crisis that she's having, hints of the like transhumanist kind of philosophy in there. And just have it kind of like a sideline thing. And then they would have easily, like, if that would have worked, they could have then interwoven that into more movies. Because, you know, for a fact, if it had done well, they would have done more movies. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I think this is the thing, though. They're just... Hollywood, at the moment, it's just all about, oh, how many flashy CGI scenes can, can we get in it, you know? And don't get me wrong, that's how they're earning money. But I think it's... You're losing a lot of aspects that could be brought into the film industry you know that yeah. just you know like say they're just lost yeah you lose the charm i guess yeah it, sometimes it doesn't matter how flashy your cgi is the story also needs to be strong and i think yeah. the case in point for me there is i know it's a marvel movie um but i found like the acting in this movie was fucking astounding by certain people and it was a black panther the CGI in that movie, at times, is dog shit. Oh, it's fucking awful, yeah. But the portrayal of Killmonger by Michael B. Jordan is probably one of the best portrayals of a bad guy, and he has, in my opinion, hands down, yeah. one of the best acted scenes in any Marvel movie. Because there's the bit where he goes to his spirit plane, and he goes back to his... Um, he goes back to his like apartment. Apartment, isn't it, with his dad? Yeah. And there's that moment where it just has a brief moment where it just has the camera on him and in that moment you literally see all of the emotions that he's having pass through in just his facial expression and it's it's done brilliantly and that's yeah. why I find it a, a really it's, it has like it's drawbacks in the whole Marvel scape of things but it is probably a very very in my opinion very well acted and very well done movie hmm. I think on that though we need to start closing up yeah, <laughs> yeah man so it's a bit of a different one to usual. Obviously, like we said, this is pre-recorded. So if it is shown to you live, we aren't actually here to look at any of the messages or anything like that. So this is a pre-recorded again, just to let you know. Um, we will try and get back to the normal schedule of streaming and making sure that we're all here as we go because i think we all actually prefer doing that like a live thing and having it scheduled anyway um but anyway if you've got any questions queries or any interesting stories or if you want to say all of our opinions are wrong and ghost in the shell is an amazing movie then you're more than welcome to email us at contextneededpodcast at gmail.com 
Just know, just I'm... know, I'll have set up a rule that automatically deletes that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I'll instantly be putting anyone who says the live actually goes to the show movie is amazing into the spam filter. <laughs> <laughs> Auto delete done. Problem but solved. Anyway, from me, Kyle, and then from Ryan and Ollie. Sayonara. Goodbye, skeletons. Goodbye, skeletons. What? <laughs> It just gets rarer every time we use this gacha. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll um, we'll speak to you guys again. And if you want some info on potentially when we are going to be in the next live one, just drop into my Twitter. I'll be putting any information in there, and also Ryan's Twitter. We can always use that as well, just to keep you guys updated. But from yeah, us, free... I'm going to look at making as one as well. So there will be one soon. Okay, look so out for it. Look forward for a context needed Twitter and probably Facebook page as well. So. All info will, as soon as we've got it, will go in there as well. But from us three, thank you very much for watching, guys, and we will see you soon. Bye-bye now. Bye. See you later. If you have any questions, queries, or interesting stories you'd like to hear us talk about at the Context Needed Podcast, you can get in touch at contextneededpodcast at gmail.com.